Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. It's been another incredible year of rugby league. That's his second try saver. They won't catch Bradley. He's going to score. Beats one, beats another. Oh, Muscles yeah. his way to the try line. This is a war for the cricket. I love it. For the first time in NRL history, a battle of the West will decide the grand final. Parramatta win! Parramatta win! It's their greatest win in 36 years! They have overcome extraordinary odds! Get it twisted. These two teams hate each other. This is a unique rivalry. Lane's gone right through. He gets it away to Gaffelson. Two tries on the fifth tackle. One built over 55 years. The ultimate goal is to make claim to be the real kings of the West. Who would have thought that in 1986, when the Eels won their fourth premiership, they would still be waiting 36 years later for their next? So Melbourne about to celebrate their third grand final victory on a courageous Paramount. Sydney's West is a funny old thing. No one really knows where it starts or ends, but one thing is for sure. Penrith and Parramatta are the heartlands. Rugby league heartlands. My God, they're a good team, Penrith. Oh! Happens, they'll be dancing in the streets of the West. And just like Jimmy said all those years ago, there ain't no second prize. Rugby League's richest prize. For our great mates at Ream and Maccas, Triple M rocks the grand final. There has been an electricity across Sydney all week. There is nothing like a rivalry grand final. It may be areas that extend from one part of the M4 to the other. But this goes so much further. We've got so many players from places like Fiji and Samoa, New Zealand, Tonga and the Cook Islands. Hello to everyone right across Australia and around the world on the listener app. It's 6.03 here in Sydney, 5.03 in Queensland. And the sun is shining. It's not what we expected here 
at Accor Stadium. The weather has been pretty ordinary in Sydney for some time. The forecast was miserable, but the rugby league gods have turned up just in time, and it just makes this stage even better. It's a beautiful day in Sydney. It's about 19 degrees. You could not get better conditions than these. 85 minutes away from kickoff. It's Penrith and Parramatta. It's two teams that have a storied rivalry, not just because of the geography, but because of their battles, particularly this year. Two wins to Parramatta. One win to Penrith. Most of the games over the last few years have been close. This seems to be that one signature moment that defines these matches when it's the Eels and the Panthers. And this has every possibility of going beyond 80 minutes and being defined by one single moment. Crowd is filing in. It's the first full grand final in Sydney since 2019. Last year, it was Suncorp, a magnificent venue, but because of COVID, wasn't full. Two years ago, we were here. It was a barely half full ANZ Stadium, as it was. But every seat was sold long ago. This is the quickest sellout in a long, long time. It's because it's Penrith and Parramatta. A man who knows what winning grand finals is all about. He played in three of them. He won three of them. Wendell Saylor. It doesn't get old. We've been fortunate to do this for years in this very box at level one at Accor Stadium. But my goodness, you can't get blasé about nights like this. Oh, I love it, Dan. You know, you just sort of you started the start of the season, and you got 16 teams, and you know you have a bias towards teams that you've played for, all the teams you want to see do well. But I got to say, I'm not too unhappy about this. Penrith versus uh, the Panthers, uh, mate. It's just been a buzz all week, and uh, there's so many scenarios that can play themselves out. But I'm so excited. You know who's... Oh, look, look at him. I can see oh, him now. He is yeah. the cat on the hot tin roof. Yes. <laughs> He's not even playing the damn game. He has done this so many times yep. for St. Helens, twice here at this venue for Canterbury. James Graham, you're here as a commentator this time around. How are you feeling, big boy? How good is it, Dan? <laughs> like this, like Dell says, yeah. you, do, you have an affiliation for the clubs that you used to play for. Yeah. But this has got the recipe. Oh, it's all the ingredients for the recipe for an absolute classic. I was just speaking with someone then. This is the ticket scalping doesn't happen in Sydney. And here we are, sold out Tuesday. All tickets are gone. Yeah. Five grand on eBay for a ticket or wherever it may be. I know you got 800 for your double. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Charlie, Charlie, don't listen to them. Who's <laughs> Charlie, yeah. Yeah, no. It, honestly, <laughs> this this is insane. The, the build-up, the atmosphere, the amount of blue and gold. I, I know we talk about the, this rivalry, but looking out here now, yeah. I am seeing way more blue and gold than oh, I am black. Yes. Like, Parramatta fans have come to see their team win today. They'll be on edge. They, they, they won't enjoy the game but wow if Parramatta win today this this stadium will erupt Sydney will go bananas for the game I think that's the best case scenario I I don't want to be disparaging to all those teams that came after 2014 but you know we had North Queensland that was a wonderful night here Uh, Cronulla's first premiership yes Uh, that was a special night Jimmy I haven't felt this way and I think Sydney hasn't felt this way about a grand final since South and Canterbury now you're on the opposite end that was all about South Sydney that night and with all due respect to Penrith who had been the standard of this competition for a long long time this game is all about Parramatta I I think you're right Dan 
I think you're right. We, we know the history with Parramatta. They constantly talked about they've been through a real rough 10 years in, in and out of coach changing, you know, admin staff, all the, the boardroom stuff. And here they are, even, even this year, you know, how, was it a month ago we were talking about is Brad Arthur's future safe? Yeah. And here he is at a grand final and we were having, we were legitimately having these conversations four weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. I dare yeah, say. If they oh, went yeah. out in straight sets, yeah. he was probably yeah. gone. That's built. it. That, that, now that. he's 80 minutes away from a grand final premiership and the third member oh, of yes. our expert team tonight, he has played here for many, many big games. State of origin. He's a test match player. He's a veteran of the game. Aaron Woods, hello to you. Dan, how are we going, mate? This is absolutely outstanding. The amount of, you know, blue and yellow, I think, exactly what Jimmy said before, is that it outnumbers the uh, Panthers supporters. So, a lot of people are coming here expecting a, a convincing win from Penrith, but I don't know, I've, I've thought about it all week, and, you know, I've always tipped Penrith and, you know, them to win comfortably, but since I've got here today, there's a different feel about it. It, it doesn't feel like it's going to go all Penrith's way tonight, and you know, speaking to the fans that are, that are floating around, they're all quite confident as uh, Parramatta supporters. And, you know, my great mate, Mitchell Moses, is playing tonight. And, but I hope he has an absolute outstanding game because I'd love to see him get the trophy and get a ring at the end of the game. But you know what? I just hope it's an outstanding clash. You know, we've been here for Origins, great rivalry. But as Jimmy said, the Battle of the West, it doesn't get any bigger, does it? This is absolutely incredible. This is a marketer's dream for the NRL. So... We've got an absolute dream game in front of us tonight, please. And, and, and you've had the privilege of playing here for Origin. We deride this place, and, and justifiably so. When it's three-quarters empty, it can be hollow. But it's a sensational place for nights like this. Mate, so many times, Dan, I tell people it is one of my favourite venues to play at, especially on a you know a packed house. I've played here in Origin when there's not an not a, not a empty seat. You can't hear the bloke next to you. It's absolutely incredible. It's amazing. The atmosphere, like... What they're gonna when they run out tonight, they'll run out. The, the fans will be going absolute berserk, and yeah, I'm feeling it now like the the goosebumps on the back of my neck are going up. Like I, I would love to be out there right now, but the players have got the best seat in the house tonight. They're they're on the field, they're going nuts, mate. I just wish I was out there right now. I'm so jealous. Saw some Penrith players going through not a warm up, but just getting a feel of the ground, which is unusual, Wendell, because. Uh, on grand final day, normally the first time the players see the ground is when they run out. There's yeah. no warm-ups because of the pre-match entertainment. I, now, maybe I missed them, but I didn't see Parramatta out there doing that. few of them were in the tunnel watching their women's team go around, but uh, uh, some of the Penrith boys just getting a feel. But they must be so used to this. I mean, you and your mighty Broncos, this was a yearly thing to come to the grand final, and it's starting to become that way for Penrith. So... Yeah. Would, would the nerves be as high as they were, say, two years ago when they, most of them were here for the first time? No, well, we saw that when, when Melbourne sort of just sort of said, guys, you know, you're in the grand final, we're going to take you to a place you've never been. So they understand where you've got to be now. So Penrith set that gauge now. So they, they know what to expect. And even yesterday, they came out yesterday and had a look, and obviously Parramatta didn't. But I think for them, it's just about boxing the excitement. They just know, they know what to expect. And I think even Ivan, you know, Ivan Cleary, I think, I mean, we know he's very nonchalant anyway. But, mate, the way that he composed himself, he knows that he's got a good uh, coaching stuff around him and the players know what to expect. I, I dug a little deeper than normal this week and yeah. found this stat. I don't think it necessarily means anything, but it's interesting. There have been, in the mandatory grand final era, so since 1954, 10 teams, all wonderful, that have made three consecutive grand finals, some more than that. The team playing in their third, in that third grand final, three wins, seven losses. 
okay. I don't know if that means anything, but yeah, it, yeah. is there a possibility, Jimmy, that Penrith have been up for all this time that perhaps the tank is going to be a little empty? It's been an interesting finals. They had a week off. Many of their players um, didn't play. Many of their key players in the weeks leading up to the finals. So... Um, it, it, it hasn't been perfect for Penrith, but they should be fresh. Well, well, well that's it, Dan. I don't think it's a, a matter for Penrith of being up for so long. For, for me, the, the one thing that, that sticks out is, is Penrith's, you know, freshness, but also their lack of intense games or uh, intense 80-minute games. So if you look at their recent run, even the, the game against South, they came from behind, but in the end, the last... 20 minutes really it wasn't a contest even with the Parramatta game the last 20 minutes they ran away with it so yeah. for me the, the the worry for Penrith is when you get to 75 minutes they, they've not been there for such a long time and in fact I think the what going back to their close games not the, many the, of them not many I think the one five decided by six or less yeah, that's it so, and one of those was against Parramatta which they actually lost back in round two I believe so that for me is the worry for Penrith that they're not as battle hardened as Parramatta people looking at oh Parramatta did they are they too tired whatever whatever they go up to Townsville it's taken all the juice out of them but no, no drama Parramatta are ready for an 80 minute game Penrith you know Hey, it's not for me to say, but you know th that is the the one thing that might might be a chink in their arm. But Woodsy, on the, conversely with Penrith, the reason they're not in close games is because they're blowing them away most yeah. of the time. I mean, they have a chance tonight to win back to back, and we know how hard that is. Roosters did it a couple of years ago, and that broke a long-standing hoodoo. But history is on the line here for Penrith. They can become one of the really great teams. Sort of getting towards the late 90s Broncos and the early 90s Raiders and those yep. sorts of teams. But they've got to win this. If they want to be considered as one of the all-time teams, they, they can't muck up nights like this. Yeah, don't with you, Dan. They need, you can win as many games as you want throughout the season, but it's the big games that count. And, you know, the 92-93 Broncos, absolutely incredible. You know, the Raiders, the early 90s, mate, they were they were one of the once-in-a-generation sort of side that you get to watch. And, you know, the, the last couple of years, obviously, they lost it two years ago. They won last year. But remember, two years ago, it was in front of 50% crowd. We didn't have a full crowd that night. Last year, they won up at Suncorp. This is this is the first time they're going to play in front of 100, you know, 80,000 at, at ANZ. Uh, sorry, at uh, ACOR. It's going to be absolutely... It's going to be different to what they've been through. And, and like Jimmy said, there's a bit of pressure on them. You know, they, they've had a, a not an easy run, but they've, they've created that run for themselves because they've won so many ma matches throughout the season. So they got to rest a couple of players, you know, well, majority of their squad for that last round. Yeah. They come in real fresh for that first semifinal, but then they get a week off. Mm. So the whole 17 misses another week. And they get, obviously, they didn't start well last week. If they don't start well tonight, power aside, they can go bang, bang, bang and put a lot of tries on you straight away. And, They've got that really good defensive system where they can hold out Penrith as well. But in saying that, when it gets to the close amount of games, early in the year when they did lose to Parramatta, I don't think Cleary was there. He's the one, he's the pivotal player that, you know, yeah. it all comes back to him. He got sent off against them the second time they played. Yep. They got rolled. We talk about they haven't got enough footy. And as long as they've got Nathan Cleary on the field, yeah. he can control everything. He's an absolute superstar. Um... In my opinion, he's going to be one of the greatest halfbacks, if not the best halfback in the game once he finishes his football. So, um, for me, Parramatta really need to pressure him tonight. It, it all starts with their kick pressure. They can't let him kick with no pressure on him and, and put their back three under the pump. Yeah, just on that, Woodsy, I think 
the idea of kick pressure is great, but I think from a coaching point of view, you've got to reverse engineer it and go, you've got to win that play four into five, which is typically Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards in that last game, he it was his responsibility. Edwards will go. Yeah, so he takes that four into five, quick play the ball, then Cleary kicks on the front foot. If, if Parramatta are a chance today, yeah, talk about kick pressure. Win that play four into five. All right, let's take a break. Um, we're going to take Jimmy Barnes live, everyone. So the whole thing, uninterrupted, we're going to take that live. That is at 7.05 our time, so that's about 45 minutes away. So stay tuned for that. Lots, though, to come between now and then. And kickoff in the NRL Grand Final is just 70 minutes away. We do it for Ream Hot Water. Uh, we also do it for Maccas. Their McSpicy Rangers kicked off. Oh, geez, this is a good night for that, actually. Can you tackle the heat? The McSpicy uh, often running at Maccas. And grand final primetime thanks to SwiftX. Buy, sell, and earn crypto with SwiftX.com to kick off your crypto journey today. Triple M rocking the grand final. A Triple M NRL classic grand final moment. 1989 Canberra winner thriller. The Sailor, James Graham, Aaron Woods, Dan Ganane, your call team, Ben Dobbin, having a well-earned break. Geez, worked hard today, Dobbin. He's worked hard all year. He's going to join us uh, shortly. Now, Woodsy, they're doing the retirement lap of honour. <laughs> when do you have to leave? <laughs> oh, seriously, Woodsy, come on. It's t- come time. on, Dan. Come on. You want, you'd want? you much rather be up here with us next year for 40 games or whatever Oh, mate, that'll be outstanding. But I still, you still got the itch of playing. Still... Wait, oh, sorry. Mate, how many games did you play this year, Woodsy? Uh, 21. Oh, did you? Yeah, played oh, 21. Well, how many yeah. minutes, though? If you, I mean, oh, oh, come on, mate. Oh. <laughs> You're killing me, Dan. You're killing me. <laughs> no. no. Um, you go as long as you want. Yeah. You got a deal, haven't you? Yeah, I've got another yeah. year, mate. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, well, let them you, pay you, your wages you take for a year. You get it. You take we'll, it when you we'll get it. We'll take you in 2024. Uh, gee, it is a beautiful night here in Sydney. Uh, Where's the rain? A, a, it's a, I mean, I'd love to be a weather reporter. <laughs> Tim Bailey. Mate, because, mate, they tell you what's going to happen and they can get it wrong and they still keep their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, you re- do you reckon they're going to, like, it'll be a thing of the past? What's the point in telling people what the weather's been like? Yep. Like, I, I've never understood that. Here, here's today's weather. But, like, I, I was actually... Who cares? Like, I know, I know it's hot. Or no, it was cold. How many oh, really? times do you look on your iPhone you know what? app at Dan. the weather? Well, that's the point. Why have we it all on the do news? It. Why we have it on the news then? But, I, but, but, I, we're all so accustomed to it. We're all accustomed to listen. I, I listen. I listen to the weather report. What about what it's been like today, though? They, no, they, but what's, report, what's coming up? The seven-day forecast and that sort of stuff. I look at that. Oh, you, and that's you, how you plan your week, mem- deal. Yeah. And then you memorise yeah, it. Yeah. So you go, are you walking? I'll be hot tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because you know we've got to pack. You've got shorts and singlets tomorrow, so it's all right. But I'm actually filthy because they said it wasn't going to rain all day, so I I, weeded my, I got all the weed kill on my plants. Then oh. 20 minutes later, it starts pouring down rain. Filthy. Oh, well. Tim oh, mate, Bailey, where are wait, you? First of all, problems, mate. Sorry, mate. Yeah. There's a war going on over there. Thanks, Dill. Swiftex. Buy, sell, earn crypto with Swiftex.com to kick off your crypto journey today. Uh, we're just waiting for the final teams, which is about three minutes away. And the fascination... Uh, from the Penrith side of things, is going to be whether Appy Coruscant starts 
Um, he's been on the bench or coming off the bench quite effectively, it has to be said, um, but not playing as many minutes as normal. And Mitch Kenny has been doing the bulk of the defensive work, Woodsy. Uh, would you be surprised if they went back to Coruscant starting for this game? I wouldn't be surprised, especially after last week. I thought they started a bit slow against South Sydney. They looked like they, uh, they lacked a bit of direction around the nine, especially in the middle of the field. Um, it looked like, you know, Kenny's very good defensively, but he didn't know the right times to use Azeo, to use Cleary, to use Lua. He, he wasn't picking his moments, whereas as soon as uh, Coruscant got on the field, the cohesion in the attack looks so much better. I know he's a smaller defender. He's probably not as good as um, as Kenny, but what he does when he has the ball, he just creates so much more threat. The decisiveness out of him, you, you just can't read as defender. When you think you've got Cleary locked up, he picks out Yo. He, if he doesn't pick out Yo, he picks out Luo, or he picks his big men. So Coruscant's just got that right knack of getting the right time, the person with the right ball. So um, tonight, look, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they do not if they do bring him off the bench because it's a huge game and. Going to, he's going to get targeted early Well, on. I'm glad you're not going to be surprised because the official team has just come in Ooh. and Mitch Kenny will start. So Kenny to start, Coruscant off the bench, and it is 1-17. to 17. So this is basically, basically the team that has got Penrith here. Taylor May, of course, not available with that hamstring problem. And um, uh, it's a Penrith team that is just brimming full of talent that has played so much origin this year. And... Boy, oh boy, it's hard to see a weakness there. What do you reckon, James Graham, about the, the Coruscant-Kenny tactical switch once again? Yeah, look, I think we've perhaps overanalyzed last week. If you look back at that game, I think Penrith, had they not, you know, had some of those tries taken away from them, they would have dominated. And, yeah, I think that that alone, the, the coaching staff would have looked at that and not pinpointed the, the fact that South's got off to a you know two-score victory on the fact that Mitch Kenny was there or Coruscant was missing. And, you know, for, for, for me, I think it, it, it suits the style of Penrith. Get out there and bash them early. Like, you know Parramatta are going to want to start well. And you know you're going to probably emphasise, a, uh, sorry, have more emphasis on your defensive start than than attacking start and I think that brings Chorus out onto the, into the game at around the 20 minute mark when you know the middle forwards the emotion is out of the game and, and that fatigue starts to set in and I think you know Api Chorus is an absolute phenomenal talent and you know I, I think this it, it, it's suited to him to come on at that time mm. you get more from him that way yeah. than what you do for starting him when that distribution isn't as, as isn't as necessary by the way, what you can hear in the background, uh, Dell, the Dolphins are being uh, sort of introduced to the crowd. Yep. Uh, their colours, oh, I actually like their colours, Dell. They're sort of the San Francisco 49ers. It's yep. red and uh, gold and they're quite distinctive. They'll, they'll, they'll sort of have their own identity. Um, now, you're going to be a Dolphins fan given you are one of the Broncos' all-time greats, but your man, Wayne Bennett's the coach. Yeah, I'm going to... Look, I, yeah, I am a Broncos great, but I'm going to support the Dolphins, <laughs> don't I? Because... Wayne's been very supportive of me in my career. I, I want to see them do well also. And I've seen another team in southeast Queensland, I think, for a long time. Queensland have reserved another team up there. Um, you know, it'll be, be surprising because there's not a lot of people... Not so, there's a lot of people who, who who don't want to be supporting the Broncos. So Dolphins will get a lot of support up there. Remember the Crushers back in the day? Yes. Let me tell you. You hated them. Oh, mate, I didn't hate them, but they had a lot of support. No, they, they had a lot of support up there because... People wanted a reason not to like the Broncos yes. and, and another team. So they well, got you gave them a bit of reason. Not you personally, yeah, I know. but I mean, Me too. you knew you were the best team going we, around. We, we were good. You're we were a bit good. like, actually, these Penrith Panthers get accused of yeah. being a bit chesty. Yeah. Is there anything wrong when you know you're the best? Uh, you know, if Jerome Lua wants to call Parramatta 
Tell him to call us daddy. Is there anything <laughs> wrong with that? I, I think it's great for the game. One character. So don't forget. 100%. Mate, Dylan Brown fired the first shot in that first final, you know. He said, oh, they love nothing more than, to beat, than beating, you know, Penrith. So he fired that shot. But, like, mate, don't be firing shots when you haven't won anything. Yeah. You know, but, but I don't mind that Dylan Brown's doing that because he'll have to back it up today. But Jerome Luai, it's funny. He's one of those guys that if I was playing against him, I, I'd just say, i say, Lockie, switch ball on this bloke, mate, all day. <laughs> I just try and terrorise him. See, they've got you ahead. No, no, they've no. They've got you no, no, but I like what he's doing for yeah. the game. Doesn't, doesn't worry me. I, but if I was playing, but yeah. I can see why. No, that's what so, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we all agree, yeah. and you three are former players. Mm. If you're a player, say what you want because you're the one that's got to back it up. That's right. But if you're a trainer, if you're an administrator, oh, oh. shut the hell up. Yeah. Are we all on that page? Absolutely, Dan. Absolutely. You know what? To be fair, Jerome Lewis, I can say what he wants because yeah. no one's going to touch him. Yeah. Like, if you if you try if you try and if you go out of your way to put a shot on him, good luck. Yeah. He'll embarrass you. Yeah. He'll absolutely embarrass you. His footwork. That's what he wants to. He wants to roll you up so he can do his magic. You know. All right. We'll talk about Parramatta shortly, and uh, we've got the retiring players being presented, and of Woodsy. course. <laughs> I'm just getting up now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> just join them. Just make. But then, yeah. I was probably get the biggest boo in the crowd anyway. All right. No, they love you. Triple M rocking the finals. Barnsey coming up in about half an hour as Triple M rocks the footy. It is prime time for Swiftex. A Triple M NRL classic grand final moment. 2005, the West Tigers and Benji's flick pass. Thurston, right foot kick, down the ground, into the end goal almost. Hodgson cuts it off. Hodgson taken by Norton. He took him late. Marshall skips away. Marshall skips away. Marshall's still going. Marshall's got Richards coming up outside. Now inside. Richards pursued. He pushes Johnson away. Pat Richards. Pat Richards has scored. A magnificent try. And you can tweet us at triple M underscore NRL. Tell us where you're listening from. We always get tweets from weird places. When I say weird, just places you wouldn't expect them to be listening to rugby league. We got one from Sacramento, California earlier today, but there's always one from uh, Croatia, and we always get the northern UK ones, and we love those. Um, but um, uh, let us know where you're listening to this game. It's Sunday morning in Europe, and. Well, very, very late night in the United States and hope uh, hope you're enjoying the build-up here on Triple M right across uh, the Triple M network. You've got James Graham, Aaron Woods, Wendell Saylor and Dan Ganone and a man who uh, has been, uh, geez, he's been everywhere today doing the uh, the Sunday Sinbin at 1 o'clock yeah. and then called the women's game beautifully. Dobbo, hello to you, brother, on the sideline Yeah, now. good evening, guys. How are we? Uh, and look, this is anticipating. This crowd is building and it is atmosphere aplenty as we count down towards what is going to be one of the great grand finals. I don't know about omens, but for me, Parramatta have won the toss. So I watched it. Clint <laughs> Gutherson won the toss and has elected to kick off. Now they're going to run towards the south. So um, he's obviously going to really making a real statement. We're going to start with them and bash them from the very beginning, which is what they want to do. So as omens go, um, it is a pretty good one if that's the way it's going to go for Parramatta tonight. That'll do. They're also they're also counting on the Top Gun omen. Have you heard this one, gentlemen? So yeah. Top Gun was number one movie in 1986 and now the new Top Gun 2022. 
It's always yeah. some weird omen. Didn't Penrith have some omen? 91 and 03, the same thing happened as 21. There was uh, something to do with, I can't remember what it was about, but uh, we're going to get a performance from uh, Bliss and Esso. Not really Triple M, Del, so we'll probably yeah. talk over that, but you'll hear that in the background. Um, but that'd be your cup of tea, Woodsy, wouldn't it? No, nah, I'm really looking forward to Jimmy, but what I'd love to know is how many invoices does Dobbo do today? Does he do three for the three shows or Mate, just one all up? Listen, I'm just about, like, I don't talk about finances. Oh, but stop I mean, that. I mean, seriously. You take them all to a Luke Mangan restaurant last <laughs> yes. night, Dobbo? What? Uh, no, no, we, we didn't no, get I a start. There, I went there on my own, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was there on my own for then that one. Is that was true. Friday night. Dobbo embarrassed yeah. himself at dinner yesterday. Well, yeah. what happened? Oh, we've already talked about it. Well, I'll just talk about it again. We'll talk about it again. Well, let me audience. Let me just clarify this, Dobbo. Yes. Did you go to a high-class restaurant and ask for a well-done steak? Oh, that is an absolute lie. (laughs) Someone said it today and you didn't deny. No, (laughs) because you don't argue with idiots, Dan. You worked that out a long time ago, mate. Um, No, no, we asked out a medium-rare steak. Let me just say this now, and it was beautiful. Yep. And I'd like to thank the people of uh, Six Heads. It was a fantastic. Oh, thank you very much for your hospitality. Thank you for your hospitality. It was anyway, wonderful. Well done on a good season. A very <laughs> well done, good mate. season, Dobbo. Yeah, you deserve it, Dobbo. Uh, we've just got this one big one to get through. And Parramatta team is in gentlemen. And they have made a switch as well. But this is the one we've become accustomed to. Marada Neacorda will start in Jersey 17. And Ryan Madison has been so effective. Oh, the Madison. He's been, he's been wonderful, hasn't he? He's went back the clock, Ryan Madison. So we've got uh, Nathan Brown uh, back for the first time in, well, three months, basically. Round 17 was the last time we saw him. Jake Arthur, we probably won't see Jake unless there's an injury or a head uh, HIA situation. Now, we sort of put out, we shrug our shoulders, Dell, but at the same time, it has happened um, amazingly in both finals for Parramatta. I know, so. I know that, but I just think that position... You'd probably think Bryce Cartwright suited more to that because he can play in the back row. There is. He can play, you know. So I know, but how do you say this? I know this man's going to leave you this one. Oh. <laughs> I tell no. you what, that'd kill off any nepotism, yeah, and accusation ever again. If you carry, yeah, you have a bloke every game of the year basically, yeah. and then say for the grand foot. Sorry, mate. Okay. Geez, that must be tough, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. When someone is part of a team and then an injured player returns. And they're 18th man. I've heard players in all, in all sports in that situation quite honestly say, look, I'm not sure if I wanted them to win. I, you know, I didn't want anything bad to happen to yeah. them, but I, I wasn't sure I wanted them to win. I mean, it's irrelevant here because no one's been yeah. dropped really, so it's okay. But... No, but I, I always want, whether it was, which I wasn't on the bench or anything like that, or out of the squad, I always wanted my team to win. That's that's my family, that's yeah. my squad, mate. We yeah. are a team, and even if I wasn't, you know, uh, in the 17, if I was 18th man, I still, I still want them to win. All right, let's knock over a break here because we've got to set the stage for Barnsley. We're going to have that one uninterrupted in about 23 minutes. Triple M rocking the NRL Grand Final live from Accor Stadium. We do it for Mackers and we do it for Reem Hot Water. For Reem Hot Water and McDonald's. It's that time of year again. Triple M rocks the grand final. Less than an hour until the big one. 42 minutes to be exact. Aaron Woods, James Graham, Wendell Saylor, Dan Ganane, and Ben Dobbins got a special guest on the sideline. Yeah, he's been a superstar of the game, playing for Brisbane, the North Queensland Cowboys, St George, his country, and also for Queensland. He's off to Warrington. Josh Maguire, congratulations on a fantastic NRL career, mate. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. It's been a ride. Um, you know, highs and lows, but that's part of rugby league, and, um, you know, wouldn't change anything for the world. You never 
lived it. You never left anything out uh, off the field, mate. You always played with your heart. Any regrets, or is it everything you, you've loved every minute of it? No, I loved every minute of it, mate. You know, you know, regrets are for the people that, um, you know, that that, that live in uh, in the past. But you know, I've done some good and some bad in the game. But uh, you know, I love rugby league, and I'm so thankful for what that what, what the game's given me, mate. I love it. Up to you, boys. Josh, are you excited about playing in the north of England? It's a totally new adventure up at Warrington. Oh, mate, I'm so excited. You know, my family get the experience, you know, the other side of the world. Um, just, uh, you know, the, the experience of going out there and playing in, in the Super League, it's, it's something special. You know, uh, Jimmy Graham has been there, mate, he's experienced. And, you know, I'm just very fortunate that the Warrington Wolves gave me an opportunity to come over there for a couple of years. And, you know, I was just so fortunate and so excited just to keep playing rugby league. Like, this game has given me so much, mate, and, um, you know, I just want to give it back. Josh, what's the best memories you got from playing in the NRL? You know, as a kid, you've worked so hard. I've seen you come through the system and that up the Broncos there and always been a big fan, even Queensland, mate. So uh, what's been your biggest drive and, and you've enjoyed through the NRL? Oh, mate, just, uh, you know, playing for the Broncos. Growing up as a Brisbane boy, playing there at that club, you know, I love the club. I've, I've always been there, been to Queensland, uh, winning a few series and then winning the World Cup in 2017 with Australia, mate. You know, you know that's what dreams are made of and, you know, I, I'm very fortunate of my life. Just, I was a fat kid from north north of Brisbane, you know, just did his best and just got a, I don't know, somehow found his way in an Origin jersey and found himself in an Australian jersey and just did his best, mate. Hey, Moosey, it's Woodsy here, mate. First, I just want to tell everyone, mate, you're one of the one of my favourite blokes to play with, mate. I actually I couldn't stand you when I played against you, but when you played for Queensland, you used to frustrate the hell out of me. But when we played for Australia, mate, you're one of the best blokes to tour with. How are you going to go in England when you haven't got your little sidekick, Mac Astur, and you're up every day at training? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm going to do my best, mate. You know you know how I am, buddy. I'll find someone to get on my ring and, uh, mate, I'll piss off everybody I don't care, buddy. I'm, I'm, one, of the, I'm one of the best, mate. I'll find a crew. I'll get yes, a, you I'll, are. I'll find a few beers. We'll get into a pub and I'll just rip in with the lads, mate. That's what they say. England's football is all about drinking piss and having fun, mate. So I'm going to, I'm going to have you, fun, brother. I reckon you've been doing that uh, the last couple of weeks. Pleasure, you retired from the NRL. You well can done, do what mate. you like. Well done, Josh McGuire. Who Good. wins tonight, quickly, Josh? Yeah. Oh man, I, I, I hope Parry get up, mate, just for the game. But Penrith is a classy team. But to be honest, I couldn't give a hell. So uh, <laughs> Dragons up the Dragons, and let's go, the boys. Yeah. 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 Josh McGuire. <laughs> I had two or three more questions. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Had to just had to let that one. I was going to ask you, does he have? This will sound a weird question. He's part of 2015. Yeah, horrible finish for Broncos. Yeah. We all know that. But I wonder if you have happy memories. Do you have happy memories of Grand Finals, Jimmy? It, 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 when you're beaten, but oh, it's it, awful. But, nah, but lost I'm so talking many. about <laughs> the event. Do you have any happiness yeah. about 2014, 2012? That no. Okay. no. You know what? You, no, no, so that's no, why you, you blokes are champions, and you, I'm a battler because I, I would look at it as a positive. Look, look yeah. I mean, you, you reflect back and you know, I'd rather be there than not. You know, there's 15. Sorry, there's uh, 14 other teams that have prefer to be in that position you get to experience it but at the end of the day there's only one winner and you know when you don't get the desired outcome you don't get the desired desired result you you know you slump to, to pretty bad lows for for a number of weeks and then it never leaves you i get you I get you. And thank goodness I didn't ask McGuire about the 15 grand final. I forgot he was out with an Achilles, so <laughs> probably would have told me to F oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't realise that. Uh, Triple M rocking the grand final. We are about 15 minutes away, less than that, to Barnsley. We're oh, about Barnsley. The retired players, I think... Uh, 
Well, I've got the list uh, somewhere here, and we'll get to them once uh, they start making their appearance here on the uh, Accor Stadium. Just about full, uh, just the corporates that will uh, spill out of the boxes, but just about every seat has been filled. You know... Look, we'd all love a day grand final, right? We all agree we'd all love the day grand final yeah. more than the night. Okay, and we all understand that it's TV and more eyeballs. And But, Del, while I'd love day, there is something special about this that it's obviously bright light during the day. Then we'll have the halftime, the pre-match entertainment. Yep. The, they turn the lights off for that, sort of give it a rock concert feel. Yeah. Then the lights come on. And it is a pretty special atmosphere when the lights come on and it's like, all right, here we go. We're ready now. I used to be staunch on being an afternoon guy, but what you're saying now is I'm quite open. As long as it's, um, you know, the field's dry and, you know, it's not wet, yeah. now, but you can't, you know, obviously predict that. But I, I, you're right. I, I love it. I mean, I got here this afternoon at 4.30. Jesse you know, obviously watch the girls play and then obviously, uh, you know, what's happening now. But, yeah, I'm happy to have night grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can keep it at that. They've done the 5 o'clock yep. and 5.30. Did you play one of those ones? No, you would have been night both times. I oh, know yeah. Melbourne Canterbury, I reckon 2012 might have been twilight. Yeah. You, you know what, Dan, I've got genuine no idea. What, 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 Jimmy, what, Jimmy, Jimmy what I'm retiring from kicked, asking yeah, you about yeah. your grand finals. Yeah, yeah I, I, mate, what time, what time they kicked off? I, yeah. Mate, it could have anyone. been any time. <laughs> I, I remember I, I did a function with uh, Joey uh, a couple, uh, couple months ago, and I said, Joey, remember that time that we played um, in New Zealand and he looks at me and he goes, Bell, I can't remember what I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the parade about to start. Let me just explain some of these players that will be part of this uh, parade. Uh, Aidan Tolman and Josh Morris, who both played 300 games. Wonderful statesman for the game. Also, we've got Ryan James, terrific career. Um, he had some good moments with the Broncos this year. Tyrone Roberts, remember, he came from nowhere to play a big game for the Broncos uh, earlier this year. Yeah. Ash Taylor, didn't quite work out the way it could have for Ash, but well done to him. And uh, Russell Packer, James Roberts saying farewell. We heard from Josh Maguire and a real grinder of the game. Corey Thompson, former teammate of yours, Jimmy. He's an excellent player. He, he, he is. He really is. Oh, is he going to Super League? No, no, he's, he's, he's caught, done. He's done, yeah. He's I, know, I know, Del, Del, I, no, I, no, I know that, but he's playing good football. I know, Del, I spoke to him yesterday. Yeah. And I couldn't, but I was, I was shocked to see him there at the... Uh, RL, RLPA event and saying he was retired. I thought. How old is he? He's like, 32. Th- yeah. Mate, he's I, playing I good know, football, mate. I know. I, I said this to him, but he's got his life set up. Yeah. Did he yeah, play Super off. League a few years ago? Yeah, he, he did. He went over there yeah. and then came back. Yeah. And I just got a feeling he did particularly well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he won he, a, a title or a challenge nah, cup. Nah, they, um, the team who was at Witness, I think they actually got relegated or were near the bottom, but he was outstanding. Yeah. He really was. And then he got himself a. A new deal no. back over here. I'm thinking of Kevin Naguama, who went over yes, there and right. won the man of the match, I yeah. think, in the yeah, uh, yeah. Challenge Cup. Yeah. Anyway, uh, also being acknowledged tonight, Paul Vaughan, uh, David Mead and Ben Teo. And uh, Ben, geez, Ben Teo. Why well, Ben Teo? Well, because he probably wasn't acknowledged last year. Remember he played last year? Oh, he did too. Sorry, you're right. And, uh, yeah. He's ben, part of Triple M family too. He? Yes, yeah. he is. He is. He's yeah. been a star. Yeah, he's been, yeah. Ben I wouldn't G- say star, but he's been good. Corey Norman, <laughs> Joey Lakalua, <laughs> Will Chambers, Kevin Proctor also being acknowledged. They will start that parade. While they do that, we're going to take a break. Barnsey is on the other side of this. And then after that, it's the big one, the Panthers and the Eels. Triple M rocking the grand final. Yeah. Triple M. 
Vinavalu, the Melbourne Storm. Out of the open left to Cleary, holding it. So now a floater. Oh, Vinavalu, spectacular intercept. Now he's away. He got past Mansour. The chase is on. Vinavalu, Luai chasing. Luai misses. Goodbye. Vinavalu scores. Vareem, Hogwater and McDonald's. Here we go. Put your seatbelts on, everyone. Triple M. Lights being turned off as we speak, and we'll pick it up when Jimmy Barnes takes to the stage in a couple of minutes. Wendell Saylor, James Graham, Aaron Woods, Ben Dobbin, and Dan Ganane, your call team on this grand final night. It's Penrith and Parramatta for the first time in a decider. They've played four finals. It's two wins apiece. Parramatta's wins coming in 85 and 2000. Penrith's in the last couple of years, including... Three weeks ago, 27 to 8, but it was 13 to 8 when Mitch Moses went off. That was the turning point. Their meeting in, uh, I think, round 20 saw Parramatta blast Penrith, and they were well on the way to victory when Nathan Cleary was sent from the field. So the one game which hasn't been affected by an incident or an injury really was round nine and it was an epic it was 22 20 to Parramatta the first time in a long time Penrith had lost at home and this game promises to deliver every bit as much drama as that night at Penrith so we can see band members just taking to the stage I think we've got an Australian Idol uh, singer who will uh, perform a little bit of a warm-up and then we will pick up uh, Jimmy Barnes it is uh, once again a beautiful night Jimmy why? The, I know it's the question we've asked all week on the six million shows we've done here on Triple M. Why do Parramatta trouble Penrith so much? Look, I think it's, I think it's the the, the way they play through the middle, and, and they really raise their game when they come up against the big teams. Like Dan, we were speaking earlier. If you, if you just said that, remember when we called that game against the Dogs? If you just when when uh, oh, Parramatta our Queen's birthday, yeah. If you just said that team were going to go to the grand final, you. you You'd have been a fool. You'd have been laughed out of Australia. But they, they do. They, they tend to raise their game. And you, the way they play through the middle of the field, they have a point of difference when when they get the balance right of playing short, running, and that late offload. If that goes well for them, that's the way to disrupt really well-organized defensive teams, which what Penrith are. You're yeah. not going to break Penrith down through simple plays. You've got to play and have a point of difference, move them around, late offloads. That's why I think I got the guy Sean Lane is going to be so important today. He is that point of difference. We saw with his try assist last week with that beautiful pass, but usually it's a, it's a line run or it's a, into the line to a late offload to a support player. So if that's the way they play, Woodsy, and that's why Penrith are trouble, what plan will Penrith come to combat that? Well, firstly, the Penrith have got to get up in front of their face because they're going to play with their two big boys through the middle in Paulo and Campbell Gillard. And what they like to do is they generate a bit of ruck speed or they create second phase with their with their late offloads because Paulo's a top of a front row that can play nice and direct through the line or he can pass as well. So they're going to have to get Fisher-Harris and Leota to get off the line real hard. That's why they've got Kenny starting because he's got one of the best line speed from a middle in, in the competition. Um, and they've got to really nullify that, that thread. And... Um, like Jimmy said, they're a side that they don't play natural to you. They've got Moses and Dylan Brown who love to play short sides. They take it on. They hit lane. They, you know, he gets that late offload. So 
Penrith are going to have to defend together in systems. They're going to have to be right up next to each other because Lane's seven foot tall. He, he can get over, he can come through the line, and then as, he, as he's getting tackled, he can reach that big armour here and flick it out the back. So they've got to be standing next to each other in each other's pockets, ready for that. They can't be retreating before the defensive, before the tackle's even made. So they're going to have to be on the same page because if they're not, I think that's where their little shink in their armour is going to come from. Wendell, let me ask you, let's say Brian Toto wasn't wearing number five and it was Wendell Saylor with a five on his back for Penrith in his prime. Who of the Parramatta 17 would you be worried about? Uh, for me, uh, look, I think for me, I think um, I look at a bloke like uh, Dylan Brown. I think, you know, when, when he when he runs the ball, mm. when he just plays what he sees, he's so hard to stop. He doesn't want to play with structured play. So that's why Mitch Moses compliments him so well. When you let him run and do what he wants to do, that's when Parramatta are at their best. And that's that's the player that I, I'd say I'd say to Gordy or Webkey, mate, let's go with Dylan Brown all day to try and nullify his energy. Because you know what he's going to do. We're not trying to take his energy away from him and his confidence early. Are you going to sledge him straight away, Dill, or what? Oh, I'll be straight into him all day. <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll actually, not, you know, I know, I know, it hasn't been spoken about much this week, but I'll tell you a good story about Jared Hayne and I. 2009, um, Jared Hayne, I went at him first hit up uh, when um, they played at us Cogra the final. As I went, I, I just wanted to get him off his game, and I went at him. And I said, I said, Jared, I'm coming at you all day, brother, all day. And he goes, Yeah, bring it on, bring it on. Probably the worst thing I did because he had a really good game, and then at the end. Over on the left-hand side, he beats about seven or eight players, yep. and then he scores. And then, mate, I just, I just hang my head because <laughs> the pride was so good. Are you and, in the highlight? Uh, yeah, I, I think no. I'm, I'm coming in, and uh, my head's down. Jared looks over me and goes, "Hey, Dell, not bad, eh?" Said, <laughs> Too good for me, brother. Yeah. What about you and Cogra? You and McDougal had a great running battle there. Oh, yeah, there we did, mate. Yeah, I just. Hayne got you then. Yeah. Uh, we're not far away from Jimmy Barnes here at Accor Stadium. The countdown very much on. 24 minutes oh, to yes. go until kickoff. So once Barnsley performs, then uh, it'll be basically the teams come out, oh, the oh. anthems, and we're on our way. It's a great side here. Daylight saving, of course, kicking in here in New South Wales. So still blue sky above, but the lights will certainly take effect uh, once this uh, this show ends here at uh, at ANZ Stadium. The Nathan Brown selection's interesting, Jimmy especially given he's not starting. There was a theory, well, he's just going to be a runaway train and go after Nathan Cleary, but he's not going to go after him from early on because he's not going to be on early on. No, and I like this. I think for for him to come into the team off the bench is is by far the best move from Coach Brad Arthur. It makes sense. His role will be very clear. I think the starting middle forwards, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Borla, and Nia Corey as well, they've done such a fantastic job. I don't think you could ever look to to want to change that. They really set the platform early in the piece. And then Nathan Brown's job will be really clear. Matheson will be first cab off the rank, I believe. And then maybe Kafusi, but, but Brown's role is going to be very clear, plain and to the point. He's going to be asked to do about 10-15 minutes and go bananas. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're ready. Here's Barty. Enjoy. Triple F, the grand final.
It's Bouncy Laws.
its own. Sometimes a crowd can take or leave it. They were very much into that. And we are ready. The NRL Grand Final is moments away. Teams and the Anthers. After this, Triple M rocks the Grand Final. Vareem, Hogwater and McDonald's. And then it's on. Triple M rocks the Grand Final. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.